This media is brought to you by Polyscope. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning everyone and welcome to Think Future. My name is Chris Calabucas and once again we're coming to you live from deep, deep, deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation startups, the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. If you're watching on YouTube, smack that subscribe button and hit that bell so you'll be notified when a new show comes online. And if you're listening on our favorite podcast service, please subscribe. Please drop a note on Apple Podcasts. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Now, back in 2009, back in 2009, I used to work for Yahoo. And everyone's familiar with Yahoo, yeah, right? Yahoo's been around forever. It uh, had a much bigger footprint than it used to. I mean, it used to have a much, much bigger footprint than it does now, but it used to be one of the top tech companies in the world. And in my role at Yahoo, I ran the innovation program, and I ran the innovation program there for about five years. And there was a period of time where we were building all sorts of cool products that people uh, ideated internally. So we came up with these great ideas, and we built Proofs Concept for these cool, cool products, right? And then there was a time when instead of looking at building product ideas, things that we could build today, we were thinking about what we could build tomorrow. And at that time, it was, I think, 2007, 2008, I initiated an internal program called the Futurist Program. And the Futurist Program was that we would all put our brains into the future. We would imagine what life was going to be like 10 years out. And this was in 2007, and we were supposed to imagine what life was going to be like in 2017. Kind of like the something that I do for my regular interview shows, right? So in 2007, we had people coming up with what the future of 2017 was going to be like. And they came up with tons of amazing, amazing ideas. And out of those amazing, amazing ideas, we had a contest. And a couple of those ideas, or three of those ideas, won prizes. So the first idea won the grand prize and there was other prizes. And the grand prize idea, the, I think the grand prize was uh, lunch with Jerry Yang, who was the president and CEO of the company at the time. So the team that came up with the idea, the very, the number one idea that we came up with in 2007, basically came up with augmented reality glasses. Augmented reality glasses. We called it the uh, reality overlay device and it was invented in 2007 by our team at Yahoo. Now I see ads today for Apple coming out with their augmented reality glasses. Now I've always said that the problem with augmented reality is that it's not consumer friendly yet. Remember Google Glass? That's not a consumer product. But if anybody can do a consumer product, it's Apple. Apple, if it set its mind to it, to do a consumer product which was an augmented reality glasses then they would be the ones to do it correctly not snapchat 
not any of these other companies that are out there, but Apple. Apple has the know-it-all to do a consumer product that will work in the augmented reality space, in the augmented glasses space. And I've recently read that this year they're going to reveal their first augmented reality glasses, which, if you ask me, is going to be the replacement for iPhones. At some point in the future, we're not going to be interacting on these devices anymore. We're not going to be pulling out these devices and putting them in front of our faces and going, oh, this is interesting. No, we're going to have these glasses, and they're going to look like normal glasses, and they're going to be beaming information into our eyes or into our ears in an augmented reality way. And so it's been, what, 2007 when we came up with it, 2009 when it was patented. And you can go there. You can go to Google Patents or any of the patent offices and search for a reality overlay device. And you'll find the team that I was on that invented reality, virtual reality, or not virtual reality, augmented reality glasses. But that was 2009. Think about it. That was how many years ago? And only now, in 2023, are we seeing actual augmented reality glasses, consumer-grade virtual reality or augmented reality glasses coming to the market? Now, if you ask me, I think that's pretty sad. I think it's so sad that it takes so long for these ideas, these amazing, outstanding, phenomenal, groundbreaking, innovative, disruptive new ideas to go from ideation to execution. It took so long. It, it might even be 20 years before we actually get a really good, because you know what it's going to be like. The first iteration is going to be okay, and then it's going to get better and better and better. So it may not be till 2029 when we see really, really, really good augmented reality glasses from Apple. So that would be literally a 20-year turnaround from idea to execution. Now, if you ask me, I find that pretty sad. I think nowadays we should be able to ideate and execute faster and faster and faster on these ideas. It just seems to me that the cycle from ideation to execution, from coming up with the idea to actually creating it and turning it into reality, should be a lot shorter than that. But there it is. So it's kind of sad that we've had to wait so long for these kinds of things to happen. But there's something I've always said. I've always said things take longer than you think. Things always take longer than you think. If you think the, fac the fax machine was actually invented in the 20s and it didn't get widespread use until what, the 80s? So it really, really takes a long time for these kind of technologies to make their way into the open market. And that's why the timing is everything. If you know when something is gonna happen, then you've pretty much figured it all out. But that's the problem with us, is that no matter how much we can figure out the future, we can predict the future, we can kind of scenario the future and figure out what the, where things are going, what's going to happen, we can never know when something's going to happen. That's why my favorite phrase is, everything will happen, the only question is when. It's our job to make it happen sooner than you think. That's it for me for today. See you next time, and until then, don't forget to think future. Yeah. <laughs>